Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello, and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Gabby, we got a lot going on. I can't believe today is three weeks since Selling from the Heart's been out, Daryl. Yeah, it is incredible, the uh, the momentum and the feedback, and uh, I love it. Uh, the pictures that are coming in right now of people all over the world holding up their Selling from the Heart books, pointing that is so fun to see. We just got it added to the homepage of the website, and we're going to have uh, Instagram streaming those pretty shortly. It's fun. This is a blast. And there, by the way, if you're new to the podcast, you have joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, doing the hard work. We call it selling from the heart. Larry, what a what a rush seeing those pictures of people with the book. I'm, I'm telling you, you know. I didn't ask for it at first, right? I, I, I mean, you've it, those who know me really well, you, you wouldn't be you'll be shocked when you hear this. I'm I'm actually uh, I'm a guarded individual, and I don't like bragging about myself <laughs> and, and talking about it. And I kind of laid low with this, but I'm I'm kind of it brings a smile to my face and a tear to my eye when I start seeing people with a book that I poured my heart into. That are that are reading it, the smiles on their faces, people taking it on vacation. It just, I, I see them, I get the texts, I get emails, I see them on social as people are tagging me in, and it's a, it's a pinch and poke yourself moment, Daryl. I, I I do have to admit. Well, it's really cool. And and by the way, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, we'd love to see your picture with the book. In fact, Larry, I'm going to throw it out there. I, I think, are you going to uh, do it? Yeah. So so I'll do it. So so here's the deal, people. If you will throw a picture of yourself with the book Selling from the Heart, you know, do a selfie. Some of you guys may hate selfies. And if you do, <laughs> then have somebody else take a picture of you holding the book. You know, I, I had a friend of mine who's got a football game going on in the background and he, and he has a picture of the book as he's reading it. But if you'll go ahead and, and throw that out there, hashtag Selling from the Heart. Yes. Tag me into it. I will send you an autographed copy of my book just to say thank you. So, so it's it's what it's a great deal. You buy one and you get an autographed copy, and all you have to do is throw a selfie of you with the book. Hashtag selling from the heart. Tag me into it. Uh, message me, and I'll get your address and I'll send you a book. Well, that's a bla- <laughs> That's so cool, Larry. Thank you for that. And um, I and and you know today's topic is is something that I think is going to resonate. Um, with a lot of our listeners. And our topic today is uh, we're going we're to talk about millennial sales professionals. And uh, we titled today's podcast, Millennial Sales Professionals, There is Hope. <laughs> there is hope. And uh, Larry, fill us in on some of the conversation. We've been having a lot of conversation around this because the selling from the heart message, um, it resonates with a lot of people. But I'll tell you what, it's been amazing how much it's it's resonating uh, with the newer entrants to the sales profession in the, the millennial generation. Yeah, and, and, and I'll set this up because actually it stemmed from a conversation I had online with an avid listener. So I know this listener knows exactly who I'm speaking about. But what, what's interesting is, uh, 
and I saw it yesterday. I, I was with a I was with a past client, and we were talking about the exact same thing. And what's mm-hmm. interesting is, uh, I'm a big Simon Sinek fan. I, I mean, I live, eat, and breathe everything that he says. It just resonates with me. Start with why. I've just consumed oh, a million yes. times. I've passed that book on to my friends who are retired, and they love the book. And and I'm, I'm a firm believer that we all have to understand why we're doing things. Not everyone's going to agree to it, but you know, so be it. But we really got to understand our why. So this this uh, this friend, yeah, he's becoming a friend. Goes, you know, he goes, I just, he goes, I started reading. Start with why. I've consumed the book, and he goes, I think selling from the heart's the bridge from start with why, especially with millennials, because they're looking for that sense of purpose. You know, they want values. Those that are in sales, they want to do it the right way, the genuine way, the real way. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited because the messages are just flooding in and the messages are coming from the younger generation. And I really feel selling from the heart. It, it, we haven't even hit the tipping point yet, but I think we're onto this whole heartfelt movement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you and I are waving the flag on this one loud and proud. Yeah. And I, I think the message, you know, if, if you think about conventional wisdom about the sales professional the profession and um, is, you know, it's, it's slimy, it's manipulative, it's self-serving, um, you know, and all of these things that, uh, that if you talk to, talk to most millennials, you know, in, 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 in that light, sales is like <laughs> the last thing someone who uh, wants to make a difference, wants to have a purpose, um, genuinely uh, wants to bring their authenticity to, to the table. I mean, in light of that kind of negative spin on sales, um, you know, I can imagine um, why as, as a millennial, um, you, would, you would bristle at the, even the idea of being in sales. But the, the message out there is sales does not have to be manipulative. It does not have to be slimy. It doesn't have to be uh, totally self-serving. It doesn't, uh, the negative, uh, the negative connotations on sales, while some of those are very much deserved by some unscrupulous people out there, doesn't mean the profession of sales is all um, bad. In fact, I think what's selling from the heart is proving is that there are many sales professionals all over the world uh, millennial and older dudes like you and me that that believe that sales can be authentic and, and that not only believe that sales can be authentic, that we can be our most successful when we bring authenticity to the table. Yeah. And it's, it, it's interesting because if we all just take a step back and I don't care the age group in this, but if we just took a step back and you went face to face with your clients, you went face to face with your prospects and you started asking them, just the simple questions. What is it that you really, really, truly, genuinely want from Mm -hmm. a sales rep, a salesperson, however you want to classify salespeople, right? I can almost guarantee you the words genuine, authentic, caring are somehow going to come out of this and you don't really have to pull it out of them. But the, the issue lies, and I always talk about misalignment. I talk about misalignment and selling from the heart is the younger generation is so not in a line with the older generation that are still in sales because the older generation's teaching the younger generation sales the way it's always been taught. And certain parts of it are true, Daryl, right? Certain parts of sales are just never going to change. 
But the misalignment I think is happening is because the values and the way the younger generation views things is not how the older generation views things. And these people are going, well, what do you want me to do? It just doesn't resonate with me. I can't beat somebody over the head with a hammer and do all this stuff because that's not me. Mm -hmm. You know, it it just reminds me of a conversation I was having this morning with a sales leader. Um, uh, She has uh, over 40 salespeople in her sales force and, and she'll be recruiting 13 people next year and the recruits that are going to come on board with this company a good percentage of them are going to be new salespeople. so by default they're going to be you know in their in their 20s and so if you're a leader a sales leader manager vp cro listening to this podcast or you own a company um in in many ways the the future of the ability of your company to recruit salespeople. Uh, a good salespeople uh, really has a lot to do with the authenticity you bring into your corporate culture, into the culture of your sales team, and into your company in general. I mean, this selling from the heart thing—you know—it sounds so. It, in one sense, it sounds so squishy and mushy, and you know all of this. But look, if if you can't recruit the top sales talent to your organization. Let me tell you, that's not mushy at all. That's going to show up on the bottom line this year and certainly five years from now. And so as as company owners, sales leaders, it is really, really critical for us to look at, at this and go, you know, kind of check ourselves and go, okay, is authenticity part of our corporate culture? Is it part of my attitude? Because your ability to recruit, lead, and retain salespeople is largely going to be based on authenticity, purpose, and all of that type of stuff. Yeah, you, you know, it's interesting when you start talking about authenticity and corporate culture and, and what, what really comes to mind is the dot-com era, right? So I remember in previous lives in, in the community I live in, there was a lot of dot-coms that went bust as well. Yeah. But I remember walking into there and the culture was, right, we have every other Friday off and there's games in there and there's ping pong tables <laughs> and pool tables, right? And cherry of a bean bag, right? right? And, and, and <laughs> coffee bars and things like that. And people are going, hey, that's the corporate culture. And that worked. But I'm telling you now, I think the corporate culture, I hope, starts to change and say, you know what? We are authentic. We are genuine. We are real. We value who you are. Yes. Culture around that. And the reason why I say this is because I had lunch with a really good friend of mine that's become a good friend over the last 10 years, past client and so forth. We had lunch together yesterday, Mm talked about my book. He talked about leadership and so forth. And this whole thing about authenticity and being genuine came up and then corporate culture came up. Yeah. And I go, wouldn't it be interesting if you just looked at the websites of most of these businesses out there and you went to their mission statement or their value statement? Yes. If they just lived up to that. Right. Absolutely. Then what would happen? And when we got on this whole topic about that, you know, you want to talk about being genuine. You want to talk about being authentic. I'm going to ask you, let's look at our mission statements and go, okay, are we truly living up to our mission statement, which probably is going to have some of these words in them, Daryl. Absolutely. And you know, nothing wrong with having ping pong tables and bean bags and whatever you want to, you want to have at your company. But look, it's not the, it's not the uh, externals that, that win the hearts uh, of a millennial. It's the heart of the matter. And, um, you know, it's, 
it's 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 the substance behind it it's the 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 passion the authenticity the um the the goal of of helping the world become a better place in whatever industry that you're in um i even think of uh you know the uh the Google mission statement, you know, don't be evil and their, their code of conduct, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how well they're doing against that, but you know, there's an organization that, that is, is clear in its, its uh, desire to be able to change the world. And, um, you know, all of this is, 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 is valuable and attractive. And I think, you know, to go back to the millennials though, that, that are listening to the podcast and, and I just, you know, I want to say, uh, that sales is a fantastic profession if you want to make a difference. I mean, seriously, if you if your desire, your core heart's desire is to get into a career where you can make a difference in the world, you, sales is absolutely a place you can make a difference because the company that you work for, whatever industry that you're in, um, is is providing a service that hopefully you believe in. If not, go find one that you do believe in. And and your ability to bring that to the world um, and to 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 help your customers, your clients um, improve their lives, their business, achieve their goals. Uh, the end results of all of that. Uh, there's incredible purpose around everything. It's not just about making a buck. And guess what? By the way. In sales, you can make a buck. And, and when you do a great job, you can make a lot of money, which is even better because then you have money that you can funnel back into the causes that you believe about. So in so many ways, while on the surface, sales might look like a, eh, I don't know if I want to be in that profession type reaction from a millennial, it's really the exact opposite. If you approach it you know, from the selling from the heart standpoint, genuine, authentic, hardworking, you can have a purpose in your work and you can bring in enough money to be able to fund and finance the, uh, not only the lifestyle that you want, but the causes that you care about. I mean, this is a win-win. And, and, and it's, you know, we always talk about, and I talk about it in the book, I've talked about it all the time is if you want to rise above mediocrity, if you want to rise above, you know, and I, and I make light to the empty suits that are out there. Right. Yes. Then the, the millennials that stick to their core values, that stick to say, it's okay, I am who I am. Right. And this is how they're going to rise above everybody else. Yes. And watch what starts to happen. And I'm a firm believer in that. And yeah, you know, it might go against the grain of some of the people that might be on your sales team. And that's okay. You know, I'm yeah. going to encourage you. You got to rub it. You just got to let it slide off your back because you got to do what's best for you. And obviously you got to do what's best for your client. And I can guarantee you, you're not going to piss your employer off. I'm going to guarantee you that. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I want to encourage one of the core values of selling from the heart is, is hard work. And, um, you know, I know if you're listening to this podcast and you're brand new in sales, um, my heart goes out to you because it is hard. Sales is always hard work, but it is really, really hard work. Um, when you first get started in sales, and I think, you know, there's, there is a um, conventional wisdom out there, which, by the way, I disagree with, um, that, uh, that millennials are, you know, looking for things to be handed to them on a silver platter. And, you know, some might even say out there that millennials are lazy. I don't believe that at all. I've seen um, some millennial salespeople be some of the most hardworking, innovative people out there. 
And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if that label is just, uh, justly applied to, to the younger generation or not, but it doesn't have to be applied to you. And I do want to encourage you if you're a millennial in sales, you know, work hard, stick at it. The, the first few years are going to be really rough. However, um, you know, on the other side of that is an extremely rewarding career for you where you really can make a difference and make some money in the process. And, and um, those two things are, are fantastic when, the, when, when you can get up in the, in the morning and know that what you're doing is making a difference for the world, for your clients, um, and making a difference for your life. That's a great way to live. Yeah, no, abs- absolutely. And, you know, and I think back because I have three millennial kids. <laughs> yeah, I have two. Yeah. And, and we, and we actually, we talk about this all the time. And what's, what's really interesting is, is the things that they latch onto, right? The things right. that they care about the most. Yes. I may not care about some of them, but I, but I see where they're going with this. And, and I keep going back to this, Daryl, all the time. And it's that sense of purpose Mm-hmm. is that sense of being recognized. And I, and, I, and I see it with my kids. We talk about it. Is yeah. that whole, they want to latch around some cause. They, 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 and, and it's always, I, I think about, because I do a lot of community service and I'm always, I'm always thanking people for lending a helping hand. And mm-hmm. I really think that the millennial generation saw what was going on in the world you know, back when they were born and as they started growing up and they saw all the infighting and they see all this, that, you know, their big thing is, you know, the big hope, they want to make this world a better place and they care. They truly want to care and they latch onto things. And where I really see them latching on is lending that helping hand and serving. Yeah. Well, and that's another, another way. uh, Well, first of all, another core value of selling from the heart is community involvement and serving. Um, and, and being servant led and sales lends perfectly to that, uh, getting involved in the community. First of all, you've got some level of flexibility in your schedule as a sales rep. The other thing is nobody is going to getting involved in, in the community is incredibly valuable, uh, as an incredibly valuable pursuit for a sales professional. You're going to meet people. You're going to get a sense of giving back. Um, there's, you know, we've talked about that in many other episodes of the podcast. And I think, you know, for the millennials out there um, that are, are considering a career in sales or new to a career in sales, I strongly encourage you to, to blend in some level of community service. My guess is that's already in your heart and maybe you're already doing it, but get out in the community and get involved. Find something that lines up. I mean, there are so many nonprofits Find up, you know, find something that aligns with what you're passionate about and give some time to that. And not only that, if as you're successful in, in, uh, in sales, give some money to that, get behind those things and, and really become an advocate. And, and this is, you know, this is the, the flexibility that a sales profession has that quite frankly, if you're stuck 50 hours a week um, behind in a cubicle, you know, staring at a computer screen you don't necessarily have as much bandwidth or flexibility to be involved in the community. Uh, sales, you can, you can be involved and, and you should be involved and, and it's wonderful and fulfilling to be, be involved in, in organizations. Yeah. And, and I think that to play off of that is, I, I think the other thing in, in 
most people probably won't think of it, but as I was listening to it, this is racing through my head is just think about the self-esteem. Just think about the feel good because you're going to be around various age groups of people. And all I think about is it's that feel good, but now you're driving conversations and you're learning from others. Yes. And to me, it's that, it's that, it's that level of acumen. It's that business conversation that you'll start learning as you start communicating with these people. So now you're helping, you're lending a helping hand, you're out in the community, you're dealing with various age groups. Now you can take away from that what you take away from it, but then you can go out and start sharing with others. Yes. What you've been doing. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm just thinking of another thing, you know, if you're, if you're a millennial sales rep and you're in the bullpen, you're on a sales force, I, you know, obviously not everybody in, the selling profession sells from the heart. We hope to change that, but not everybody sells from the heart. There are definitely some people who are self-serving, um, who are, you know, all of the, some are all of the negative words we might use to describe the sales profession in your, in your company, in your bullpen. What I encourage you to do if you're a millennial is look for someone who is older and more experienced. That is somebody who sells from the heart. Hopefully you can find that in your company. Hopefully you can find that in your leadership. If you can't, um, you know, look outside your company, find someone to mentor you, find somebody to encourage you along the way, because I got to tell you, sales is, um, sales is tough. Uh, it's a tough racket as my good friend, Brian always says, uh, you know, as he mock smokes sales, tough racket, but, uh, <laughs> tip of that to my best friend, Brian, but the, um, you know, it is, it is tough and having an older, um, an older person mentor you and kind of encourage you and help you along would be, be so helpful. And by the way, if you're listening to the podcast and you're that older person, uh, meaning you look like me or Larry <laughs> and you're so passionate about. More, hey, more, hey, Daryl, they look more like you, not me. Cause you're older than I am. Ah, whatever. No one's going to believe that. Uh, the, uh, no, seriously, if you're that older person on the, on the sales force, uh, look, look for some people to mentor. I mean, talk about an incredible way to give back. You know, you, you may not be compensated. Uh, you may not be a sales, uh, manager necessarily, or even want to be, but, but to take some of the, the newer reps that come into your, into your organization under your wing and be encouraging to them. And in particular, encourage them and nurture them in the areas of authenticity and hard work and, and uh, community service and all of that. Um, boy, uh, you know, paying it forward like that is, is, uh, is just, to, once again, make you feel good. Um, and there's enough things in the sales profession to not make you feel good that we need all the feel good uh, we can get. And, uh, you know, I encourage you. Inc- be a voice of hope and encouragement to uh, to the millennials in your office, especially the ones that are are showing the traits of of selling from the heart. I think it's going to be valuable to you, and it certainly mean a lot to them. Yeah, no. Kudos, Daryl. Come on, Larry. Oh man, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sitting here going, "Wow, you're mesmerizing me." I almost want to start crying. Come on, look. Here's the deal. I mean. It doesn't young or old, uh, you know, male, female, it doesn't matter what country you live in, what industry you're in. Sales is hard and and it is brutal out there. We deal with a lot of rejection, um, you know, as selling from the heart people, 
let's be, you know, let's be encouragers. Let's encourage each other. And, um, you know, let's, let's go out there and do that. And, and leaders, sales leaders, and I just kind of want to end with this challenge for sales leaders, because if, if you're a, a sales leader, chances are you're going to interview um, and hire millennials. And, um, you know, the desire of the millennial generation for purpose, meaning, significance, um, that's a great desire. And if that's missing from your organization, find it. Find it in your own heart. Find it in your organization. Dust off the mission statement. Redo the mission statement. Connect with your values. Um, because the millennials that are coming into the sales force, especially the ones that you want on your team, the motivated, um, confident, excellent sales professionals, that means something to them. And, uh, and that's a good thing. It's a good thing for our organizations to be able to take mission, purpose, start with why, all of that seriously. It's going to make a difference in your whole organization, but it certainly will help you uh, recruit and retain great talent. Yeah. And, and, and I think I just, I just want to throw one last thing out there. And uh, that, that's why when, when I wrapped up Selling from the Heart, uh, I created the sales manifesto. And for those who haven't read the yes. book, I encourage you to, to go out and check out Selling from the Heart. And at the very end, my sales manifesto is there. Sales manifesto is also on the Selling from the Heart website. So one of the things that I would encourage, and um, I'm just a firm believer in this, is and I'm going to speak directly to the millennials on this one is create your own sales manifesto based on your beliefs. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And you know, I, the, the, the word that comes to mind that, you know, call it your pledge of allegiance or whatever, doesn't have to yeah. be long. Right. Right. A again, you can check out the sales manifesto on the selling from the heart website. And you can download it if you want to use that as an example, but share that out. You know, when you're talking to future clients or you're talking to your current clients, or you're out in the community Share out your manifesto, right? Uh, that's Share it with your center of influence. Get people to buy into that. You know, get them to buy into your why. Um, it, it, and again, um, it's not it's not difficult. Yeah, it might take a little bit of time, but I promise you, if you take out, if you take what's in your mind and in your head and your heart and your soul, and you throw that out on paper, create a nice little graphic around it, and then when you're out in sales calls, even when you're out prospecting or use it, you know, as social conversation, share with people your manifesto and your beliefs and watch what starts to happen. Wow. Oh man. What a great conversation. What a fantastic conversation. If you're listening in and if you're a millennial, I, I really want to hear from you. Um, you know, hit, hit me or Larry up on LinkedIn or on Twitter um, and in uh, direct messages, whatever. I'd love to hear from you, your feedback on this conversation. Maybe there's something you want to add to it. And maybe there's something you disagree with. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. And I think this is going to be something we're going to talk about uh, in the months to come more and more. So what a great conversation. Hey, by the way, thank you to everyone for listening to the podcast. It's great to see our audience across the, the globe. We want to get the word out, and there's two ways you can help us get the word out on the podcast. One is go to iTunes or Stitcher or uh, Google or uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, and please leave us a review. That helps us get found. The second thing is, if you would, before you jump off this, uh, this call, screenshot your phone and share that out on social. We want to get the word out about Selling from the Heart because I believe that there is an undercurrent of authenticity happening right now in the sales profession. And uh, we want to make sure as many people as possible 
know about this um, growing movement that's happening. So thank you everybody for joining us until next week. Keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep doing the hard work, write yourself a sales manifesto, and most of all, sell from the heart.